Welcome, everyone, to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is... Dr. Van Beek. Yeah, he is. They don't yeah. even know that this is the second time we've done that introduction. Yeah, <laughs> and I was Reverend Doctor in the last one. Oh, you know, you'll always be Reverend Doctor to me. <laughs> I'm I was thinking about getting my um, my medical license back, my EMR, mm. because someone said the school would pay for it. And I thought, oh, I should do that. Yes. But I, I emailed them and they haven't responded yet. I don't think they, they like me anymore. <laughs> I, didn't pay them. I didn't pay them last year. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah Their okay. loss. It is. It, it, well, it really is. It's just I like the feeling of having it. I don't really want to do anything or help anybody. Yeah. I just yeah, I just like to have the all those letters behind my name. Yeah. Oh, I know. I work in IT. I trust me. I don't want to help anyone either. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephen, today, last week, we talked about um, about the divinity of of Christ. Yeah. Remember, and uh, we said as we were coming into Easter, we were going to talk about different aspects of Jesus mm -hmm. that are important, you know, to the Easter story. And the first one, of course, is that Jesus was was God. Um, Jesus was totally divine, and and. Um, that's really important because the his death on a cross could not be efficacious if he wasn't God. Um, he couldn't if he was just a guy and he died on a cross. Well, that that might have helped somebody, right? But it didn't. It wouldn't have helped us all. It wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't have forgiven sins for everybody. So it was really important that he be God, and that was last week. But this week we want to talk about the other side of that: is that Jesus was a person. Mm. <laughs> because unless he's a person, he can't die on a cross. Because gods, um, gods notoriously do not die. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 That's how they got to be God. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying they because I'm thinking of the whole Greek pantheon as well. Right. Right. All right. the Greek gods. Right. Um, and Roman gods, yep. which were really just the Greek gods with different names. Yeah. Because. The Romans were not creative. They were just really good soldiers. <laughs> they knew how to fight, but not how to really, really philosophize. That's right. That is that is so true. Um, so so last week Jesus was God. This week Jesus is a man, and and for him to be a man. Now this this is actually in some ways is a lot clearer in Scripture. Um, it it's a more obvious thing that he was a man. Now, John spends a, quite a bit of time talking about Jesus being both, but he, he really does concentrate on him being a man. Hmm. And we think he might have been fighting um, early early docetism. Um, and we had talked about that before, right? Hmm. Uh, the docetics, that was later on, that was a form of Gnosticism, mm -hmm. if, if mm -hmm. you, anybody wants to look up terms. But what the docetics, the, um, it means thinking or appearing. And the docetics said that Jesus was really God, and he, but he appeared to be a man. Mm. He, 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 he gave the evidence and he looked like a man, but he was really God. Mm. I get right? you. I get you. And, um, and so, so what, what the authors were, would do is they would talk about the, the human aspects of Jesus. And I, and I don't think they talked about it much because they, they lived with him. They knew he was a, he was a man. Right, right. right? They watched him yeah. eat for crying out loud, right? Watched him eat. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, hung out with him, yeah. you know. Watched him do all kinds of stuff, you know. And I actually saw a play once where where this guy was doing the life of Jesus, and he talks about him being a teenager. 
and um, being interested in girls and finding out about girls. And so I did not really like that at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was way too far for me, you know. Yeah. But, um, but he was a man, and, he, and of course, he suffered in all ways. Um, as we do, and then that would that would take us. I probably might take us to Hebrews before we're done here. Hebrews chapter four, just to finish up. Okay. But let's let's just let's just read this thing in John. Um, and I want you to read chapter one, verse one and two, and three, um, and four and five, and then go down and read chapter verse fourteen, <laughs> chapter one, um, one to five. But then then go down and read fourteen because okay. I think that ties a lot together for us. Yeah, you betcha. All right, folks, chapter 1-1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that light, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now verse 14. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. There, so, so in the in the first part of that, he is he is referring to Jesus very much as being God, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can see that the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So, so as soon as you figure out that this Word that he's talking about is Jesus, yep. then then you can see that he was talking about him being God. But then again, in verse fourteen. He says the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And and that's his his way of just saying Jesus was a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you read some of the authors on Jesus, they'll they'll talk about all the things that make him a man. Right? Mm-hmm. So he had a human birth. Yeah. Uh, Mary was his mother, everybody knew that. Um, God was his father, and which is why the early church said his divinity came through God. Who was his father? Um, but uh, because he was born of the spirit, but but because he had a human mother, that's where his humanity came from. I get you. It was through his human mother, right? Um, and they said, you know, now some of the stuff that makes him a man, God could do. Of course, they said he he uh, he wept mm-hmm. over Jerusalem. He got angry, but you know, God gets angry too. Yeah. So so some of these things are are godlike attributes as well. But he did he did get tired. Yeah. He needed to get away from people. Yeah. Um, he needed to rest. Yep. Um, he felt pain. Yeah. He felt um, he was great pain on the on the cross, of course, but also agony before that in the garden when he's getting ready for the cross. Yes. Yeah. And and these are all things that are human. He called himself a man. He said, uh, "You know, you you refer to me a man." Hmm. Um, and so he called. He was. He referred to himself as a man as well. And so there's there's all these little pieces in Jesus' life. <clears throat> he lived with the disciples for three years. They all knew him. Right. They knew him as a man. Um, Mary Magdalene, um, remember they washed his feet, and and so he was with them that way. Uh, we don't know that he was ever sick. There are hmm. the, probably very little to ever talk about him being sick. Um, whether he lived in divine health or not, I don't know, hmm. because there's nothing to say that. Right, right. Um, then there's stories about him when he was growing up, uh, and some of these stories are kind of neat, uh, but they almost they almost go more to the God side than the man side. But there's there's the story of Jesus when he was little, and and he made the sparrows out of clay, and then he he threw them in the air, and they flew away. 
um, the time he got mad at the other kid and he and he killed him, and then raised him back up to life. But <laughs> those are great stories. But I guess those are really not you know Jesus was a man kind of stories. Um, and then he had he had family members. He had brothers and sisters. Right uh, now, if you're Catholic, you would say he didn't have brothers and sisters um, because the Catholics believe that Mary only had the one child. Mm. I think at least that's that's the the general idea. Imagine there's other Catholics that believe different things, but that Mary really only ever had one child, and and these other ones were were relatives and cousins. Mm. And okay. and you you can't tell perfectly from Scripture whether whether they're his actual brothers and sisters or not, or whether they're just relatives. But we tend to believe that that Jude and James were his uh, physical brothers. Okay. That he, that he had that he had physical brothers and sis, sisters too, yep. um, so so Jesus had all of this stuff that makes him very much a human. Mm. And then when we go to the end of John, uh, when he dies on the cross, and that's the one that we talked about, where you, if you start reading from John nineteen thirty one, um, we can have a look at that. Yep. Did you want to say anything? I'm yakking away. No, here. no, no. I'm why? Why would I ruin a good thing? This is good. <clears throat> okay, okay. All right, uh, John nineteen thirty one. Now it was the day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath because the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on the crosses, crosses during the Sabbath. They asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. Soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who was crucified with Jesus, and then those of the other. But when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it has given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth, and he testifies so that you also may believe. These things happen so that scripture would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And another scripture says, they will look on the one they have pierced. It's kind of interesting, eh? Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, it's tough to read a little bit, isn't it? Oh, it is. So, so on on that day, then after after they were, they put these guys on the cross. The Jewish people had a Sabbath coming, so, so, um, they were they were kind of anxious to get them down off the, off these crosses, mm-hmm. right? And so then the Romans go and break their legs. So what happens on the cross is, is really. Um, your your body starts to sag, hmm. um, and your mouth goes dry, and you, you know you, you you have trouble. But you also the big thing is is you have trouble breathing, hmm. because everything sags down and you can't breathe. But what you can do is you can push yourself up with your with your legs, with the strength of your legs, you can push yourself back up, and then that way you can keep catching your breath, hmm. and um, that that actually prolongs the misery, but it gives you the chance to breathe. So what the Roman soldiers do is they go around, they break their legs. And yep. then, and then you slouch, you slouch down, and you suffocate. Yeah, uh, is it what is. happens. But when they got to Jesus, they were going to break his legs, but they looked and they they just they decided that he was already dead. Hmm. And just to be sure, they they uh, the one guy put a spear in his side. And they said out came blood, and then water came out. Um, and and I don't know how true this is, but I've heard it and I've read it that a cardiac a cardiologist or a, a surgeon of, of the heart, heart surgeon, um, he was looking at this thing and he said, that's actually what happens 
when a person dies hmm. is is the blood the blood is heavier than the water so it sinks down um in in the chest cavity because he's bleeding into his chest cavity because he's dead and and so when you pierce him then the blood comes out first and water comes out later hmm. so it's it's very strongly evidence of a human death Mm-hmm. But I, I think more important is that Jesus was there and he was dead. Yeah. And they took down his dead body. And and that he could die is the thing that suggests that he was human. Yeah. If, if he was God and this was just an appearance of death, that would be one thing. But he was dead on the cross. Right. And they brought him down as a dead person. Um, Joseph of Arimathea, they helped pick up the body later and they put the body in the tomb and Jesus is dead. Um, and that is the part when you're coming up on Easter, that is the importance of the humanity of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That he died, that he was able to die. He had to be a human being to die. Yep. Yeah. And, um, so, so there's all of that stuff about Jesus. I mean, he hung out with them, he ate with them, he, uh, he, he lived with them to show that he was a human being. And, and he did it for other reasons, but, but all of that showed him to be a man. Yeah. So the authors, um, and we didn't talk about this, but in, in the Council of Chalcedon and the Council of Ephesus, so, so the church got together at different points in history, and they would get together and discuss theological issues that were bugging them. Mm-hmm. Right? And usually they were kicking out people that they considered heretics people that didn't believe the way they did they did but they also had to get their hands and a handle on what they believed Hmm. um so at ephesus was 451 or 431 and chalcedon was 451 there's also you know the council of nicaea that everybody's heard about there's the council of trent which i always thought was in england but the council of trent was actually in italy and um you know there's the there so there there were these different councils where they talked about different stuff and at Ephesus and, and uh, Chalcedon, one of the things they talked about was whether how Jesus was human, because mm. they had to get they had to get their head around the tr- first. They had to get their head around the Trinity, like right. how can you have three in one, mm-hmm. right? That thing you showed me about the Irish Irish guys talking <laughs> to St. Patrick was fantastic. That's modalism, St. <laughs> Patrick. Um, but they also had to get they had to get their head around how Jesus could be fully God and fully man. And scripture really doesn't talk about it in a theological way. They just talk about him being God in some places, and then in other places they mm-hmm. talk about him being a man. Mm-hmm. Right? And and I think and that's kind of the way the theologians finally finally just said, look, he was God and he was a man. How does that work? No idea. Yeah. No, we you know, we just don't grasp this stuff. Right. Right. And um, and but here he was a man. And if we go to one more place, and that's uh, Hebrews chapter four, toward the bottom of chapter four. And there's lots of places you can go for this stuff, right? Um, but if you go down to verse 14, and you just read that down to the end of the chapter. Sure thing. All right, folks. Hebrews four fourteen. Therefore, since we have a, a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Yeah. 
And, and I just wanted to throw that in at the end that, um, that Hebrew says the other aspect of Jesus being a human being is that he became our high priest who could, who could emphasize, empathize. I struggle, I struggle through it as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can be an empath. Um, um, he, he understands our weaknesses. Hmm. And, and I've heard it said before that Jesus actually understands them better than anybody because, because he didn't sin, he was tempted as far as temptation could possibly go. Ooh, ooh, that's a really interesting way to look at it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the rest of us, we don't make it very far. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, 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 we give it to sin fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, we read that verse that says, you don't, won't be tested beyond what you can bear and think, uh, no, actually, I think I can bear very little. It seems like, <laughs> I, I, you know, it, it, it came before me and I, I fell. Yeah. <laughs> Easily succumbed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but Jesus didn't. Yeah. And, um, however, I don't think Jesus needed to be a human being to understand our weakness hmm. and to understand, you know, how frail humans are. But he was a human being, and therefore we know that he understood. Mm-hmm. And I do like this. Just as we are, yet he didn't sin. Yeah. And um, and then he said, so we can have confidence when we come before him because he knows what we went through, and that's a part of being a human being as well. He he understood and understands the human experience. Hmm. The most important thing for Easter is Jesus couldn't die for us unless he was a man. Yeah. And and that's why it's so important that he's a man. His death couldn't be couldn't cleanse us from all of our sins or cover over our sins unless he was God, but he couldn't die unless he was a man. Yeah. And oh. so that prepares us for Easter. Buddy, that's fantastic. Isn't that interesting, folks, right? It has to, like Larry says, has to be both. Has to be God, has to be man, or the sacrifice means nothing. You know, you know, someone could die on a cross who was not Jesus, and it wouldn't ma- it wouldn't matter near as much. Like like Larry said, it would, would affect a few people, but not the whole world, not all of humanity. We are so thankful that you joined us this week. Uh, we've got one more little little step to go, don't we? Uh, or is it two more steps to go? One, two, yeah. Anyway, um, we've got two more weeks left, right, of this, and then it's Easter. I can't. I'm trouble. I have trouble figuring out when Easter is right now in my head. But um, but anyway, we'll be back with you real soon with another episode of the Apocalypse Podcast. And until then, I was Steve. He was Larry. See you then. Bye.